This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Want to know another Snapple fact? The first hot air balloon passengers were a sheep, a duck, and a rooster. Ridiculous. Check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavored Snapple near you. Hello and welcome to This Day Rocks from Vintage Rock Pod, the daily podcast looking back on this day in the history of rock. I am Paul Stevenson. Now, today is the 11th of June, and we say happy birthday to Supertramp founding member and former lyricist for King Crimson, Richard Palmer James. He's 75 years old today. And also to the drummer of the iconic group ZZ Top, Mr. Frank Beard. Frank is 73 years old today. But for today's show, we remember a special concert held on this day in 1988. This is the reason why we got the men back together. Yes, on this day in 1988, a special concert was staged at Wembley Stadium in London to honour the upcoming 70th birthday of Nelson Mandela. The concert was broadcast to countries all around the world with an audience of 600 million people. Performing on the day were a whole host of incredible performers and celebrities, a list far too long to read out in full, but included Joe Cocker, Midge Yore, Brian Adams, Kurt Smith from Tears for Fears, Stevie Wonder, Whitney Houston, and it was headlined by Dire Straits. Now, at this point, Dire Straits had broken up. They called it a day the year before in 1987. But this concert started the process for the band to get back together again, as you'll hear told by Dire Straits' very own John Ilsley. Um, well, we came back, of course, and did the Mandela concert mm-hmm. in 1988, which was a celebration of his 70th birthday, if you remember. Yeah. And that, that, that actually was sent out to 600 million people around the world, which was... When you consider that Live Aid was a billion, mm-hmm. it wasn't far behind that. So we, we'd come together for that show, but I, I, you know, and Eric, of course, you know, Eric Clapton played rhythm guitar on that, which yep. was a great pleasure, of course. If I, I, I think if I remember rightly, I'd sort of resigned myself to the fact that we'd, we'd probably, you know, we'd, we'd probably done enough. Mm-hmm. And so Mark and I were having lunch one day, I think in uh, shortly after the Mandela concert. And I think he'd probably enjoyed getting the band back together again, to be honest. Um, he'd gone off. He'd done. A, he'd gone off and done a few other things, uh, as is as was his wont in between each of the albums. You know, like local hero Stevie Nicks and Stevie Dan and uh, Bob Dylan and you know, goodness, you know, dropping a few names here. But, um, <laughs> you know, he you know he'd done a lot of work with other people, and I think he was he wanted to change the way that he wrote, and in fact, that was starting to happen with on the on the on Every Street tour, which. Oh, on the album, sorry, the talk, the talk came later. But, and so I was a bit surprised when we sat down and had lunch one day and he said, do you want to make another record? And I went, I'm free. Because, <laughs> 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 of course, he and I were the only two surviving original members by this point. The wonderful John Ilsley there, a guest I've interviewed a couple of times on Vintage Rock Pod. So if you're a fan, please do check those out. Well, that's it for June the 11th then. I'll be back tomorrow to talk about the lead singer of a band who had a worldwide number one hit in the 60s. So until then, take care.